This is the EWN Podcast Network. You are listening to Sharing Stories with Helen Rose. My guest today is my friend Alexis McKeown. Anyone from Canmore knows who Alexis is. She's an amazing photographer, and she has this unbelievable ability to bring out your beauty. Um, Alexis, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me, Helen. I'm so excited to talk to you about this because every person has something they don't like about themselves when they're being photographed, correct? Yes, it's usually the first thing I hear about. Yeah, the first thing when you do a consult is like, I don't like my picture being taken. Or I don't like this A or B or C about what I look like. Yeah, Yeah, and, and, and I just, you know, for me, I don't like my picture being taken. And Neither do I. <laughs> well, and it's so funny. I don't know too many people who love it. and Unless they're like 20. Yeah, then they can have any picture they want. Uh, well, I think we used to be like that too, didn't we? Um, so I want to have a conversation um, about how you began this business of dis- uh, helping people um, gain the confidence. I will tell you, uh, at, I don't know, 55, I think was the first time I did a photo shoot with you. And I've never been particularly comfortable with my smile. And everyone's like, why? What's wrong with your smile? But it's again, that's the one thing that I don't like about my my physical feature. And I after a session with you, uh, and I saw the the results of your work, I was I I actually do have more confidence. And now it's just like, yeah, thank you. Because it's too bad I didn't know you. Of course, you wouldn't have been born when I was 20. But um, so how did you discover you had that uh, talent? Oh, I don't know if it's something I discovered that I had. I think it's something that I, I worked to attain. And I still work hard to, to, um, Yeah, be able to do it. I think that I discovered that I wanted to be able to do it. When I was searching through, I I was already calling myself a photographer. I had a, you know, uh, I was starting a business. I always loved photography, but I was already at the point of kind of doing it as as a new career. And I was really searching for, they always tell you, oh, you have to find your niche. You have to find your genre. And I was doing a little bit of weddings, a little bit of commercial work, a little bit of family with kids. And I hadn't really found something that um, really resonated or made me want to just focus on one thing. But I knew that I was looking for that. And um, I was looking through photographs that my mom had, you know, looking for family photographs. And um, my mom has like a load of photos. Uh, She has a lot of photos. She's always kept a lot of photos, which I am absolutely so grateful for and so happy that she did. But she wasn't really in a lot of them. Um, She sort of was in all the photos when when me and my two brothers were really young. And then all of a sudden, she just like wasn't in a lot of photographs. And um, I think, you know, after talking to her, I realized it was because she didn't, she was like, the plight of many mothers, she's always the one taking the photographs and or she didn't love the photographs of her. So she didn't keep those ones. <laughs> and yeah. which we often all do, right? Well, this is terrible. I'm throwing this out. I'm throwing this out. And I just, I wanted her to exist in photographs that she felt really good about. And I, and I sort of at that point was like, I need to learn how to take a photograph 
that she's going to look at and love and feel good about keeping and sharing with me and the rest of our family and, you know, for herself too. And so I started to go down this, um, this rabbit hole of like, how do I learn, um, to do this? And it, and it all of a sudden, um, it didn't take me long to realize it really fit already with, um, some of who I am. I, I come from a dance background. So directing people and helping with pose and line and, and composition um, really came naturally to me. And I think that's something that a lot of studio photographers maybe struggle with is directing, like telling someone how to sit. You know, I, with your experience, you probably remember, I was super bossy, right? Yeah, yeah. I told you exactly (laughs) how to sit, where to put your arms, where to, where to whatever. And it's not because, um, you know, it's not because I'm trying to create something unrealistic it's because I know that it's really hard to you know it's really uncomfortable when you're just trying to do it on your own whereas if someone can just help you um then you're going to get a better picture and so you know we look at all these photographs on magazines and whatever and they didn't just that didn't just happen like they have a lot of helpers (laughs) absolutely and the beauty of working with you is um uh not only do we get to spend the day with you but have those pictures taken we also get someone to do our hair yeah we get someone to do our makeup a little bit of a pamper session totally. to feel good and, and I don't even think that that's necessarily I don't know that everyone even needs that but I think it's part of the reason I do that in my sessions is because I think it's this moment to treat yourself to something to feel good and to relax when you're about to do something that's like making you pretty nervous. <laughs> Absolutely. And the the fact is, is, you know, I, uh, I'm not 20. When I was 20, <laughs> sure, take my picture. I didn't have any roles and, you know, <laughs> age spots and all of those things, right. And so now it, it is about you're right, when you talk about your mom, it is about that time where you kind of forget yourself as a mom, you you're so busy raising your kids and looking after families and working and all those things that you do you just it it just happens it's called aging and and we we're trying to fight it so much instead of embracing yeah and just yeah and just existing in photographs at all those stages whatever size of clothing you're wearing at that point in your life whatever your skin likes looks like or your hair looks like we still want to have photographs of you when when we are in your life you know we want what because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and totally and you know like there's any number of those pictures that could be you know the great big one at my funeral and I would be quite happy to have hopefully but you know what it's true it doesn't get it doesn't it changes obviously in 20 years at 77 which is frightening to think about but I wish I looked like I did now. So rather than fighting where you're at now mm. and, and going back and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm Time not 20. change your perspective on what you look like right now, which is what I'm hoping happens. And you do. You took one photo of me. It's on my website in... And it's like just a close up black and white of my face. And it shows my my lifelines. And you know what? I love the that picture. Oh, I'm so glad. It's not I, I don't have the perfect smooth skin and I don't have and I don't care because you know what? You've captured what my journey has been. Your beauty is so much more than what your skin looks like or whatever. You know, I think that because of what obvious I mean, this is a conversation that I think a lot of people are having right now. We've been shown this like very narrow view of beauty it's like one age one race you know one size yeah and I think we're starting as a society to be done with that and I really I really as a photographer feel very responsible to show a broader view of beauty um and I 
personally, especially for women, I mean, I, I do photograph men, obviously, but we've always seen a little bit broader view of men. Not that there aren't um, also sometimes impossible beauty standards for men as well. So um, I just find that I, I, I connect really well with women and I, I know how to photograph women. Um, so that's kind of what I've leaned into. But um, yeah, I feel responsible for showing that there's so much beauty that's not in such a narrow lane, you know? Totally. And let's be realistic. Um, you know, if I looked like I did when I was 20, I'd probably look ill because yeah. I was so thin. Right. We're not supposed to look that way for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Like, and, and, and it's, you know, it's a shame when we keep holding ourselves to this um, standard that it's like we sh- that standard should change our, our beauty changes we change you're not the same woman you were when you were 20 you have so, so many much ways more depth of, yeah, yeah so much more depth of wisdom and your experience in life and your knowledge and your your beauty as a as a person is so much bigger so um, why not be able to document that on paper too I guess yeah that's <laughs> true and I think when we had we had this conversation a while back when we talked about doing this podcast was that a, a, a um, that very thing is we need to be more accepting of who we are mm-hmm. and uh, it has to be realistic. I mean, we're worrying about things um, that um, are important to us, but they're on the broader scale, really not so important. Uh, and that's why I don't dye my hair. It gives um, some a nod t- to women who lost their hair because they're struggling with cancer. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, 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 it's important, but it's not important. It's more important. You, you actually aren't pulling out just someone's beautiful eyes or someone's beautiful smile. You're pulling out that confidence that I think that they don't really know they have until they're sitting in your studio. I hope, I hope I pull that out and I hope I can reflect it back to people. And I don't know if they feel it while they're sitting in there. I think they're thinking about a lot of other things during the photo shoot, but I hope that they feel it when they look at the photographs. It's always like, my mission to be able to like almost hold up a mirror and be like, this is how your family sees you. This is how people see you. You just haven't seen yourself like this That's before. That's so well said and it's so true. Um, we're just going to take a quick break. You are listening to Sharing Stories with Helen Rose and we'll be right back. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Welcome back. You are listening to Sharing Stories with Helen Rose. My guest today is Alexis McKeown, a photographer out of Canmore, who is uh, an 
absolutely amazing young woman and a beautiful person herself and an amazing photographer. I, I know a lot of my friends have um, used your services, uh, Alexis, and we are all like, is that an Alexis photo? <laughs> oh, that's you, so nice. <laughs> you've kind of become a little famous. Um, so when you so let's go back to we're talking about that confidence that the that the photo brings out. It isn't about the makeup and the hair and all of that. It's about finding who you are. And it's so important as you're getting into women are getting into their, you know, 50s and 60s to realize that life is not over. Yes, you are still beautiful. And and also, does that work on the other side of the scale with the 30 and 40 year olds that um, um, what do they struggle with? Or do they? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that, and even the young ladies that I photograph who are in their teens and 20s, you know, I always say that, like, I love photographing older women because they have a different kind of a confidence. They don't necessarily, they are maybe way harder on themselves in a physical appearance way, I would say, in general. Um, And they, but they have, they bring this, they know who they are. And I love that. I find it very inspiring. I love meeting women who they know who they are. They know what they're about. They know their values and they can have such a deeper conversation with you. And like, I love that about my job. I get to meet the most inspiring, badass women. It's so cool. Um, and, and so maybe that's, that's like the, it almost flips when like, you know, the the younger women that I'm photographing probably feel, you know, decently confident about what they look like. Not all of them necessarily actually, but they, they don't, um, feel as confident in their personalities. They still are maybe trying to portray what they think other people, uh, think they're supposed to be like, or talk like, or act like. Um, and I think especially in this world of Instagram and a lot of imagery of, and young women are putting themselves on the internet and all this stuff. And so I think I'm starting to see this, like, it's becoming very generic. Like everyone's taking the same photo of themselves in, in this, in the younger um, generation, they're all like posing the same, holding their hands the same, doing the same makeup. Um, and so I love to try and kind of, um, for my younger clients, um, pull out like, what, what is your personality? What's your personal style? What do you, what inspires you? What, um, you know, what art do you like? What music do you listen to? And maybe try and reflect that a little bit. Yeah. And they, uh, you know, the younger generation and maybe the, maybe my generation too has definitely uh, a lot of uh, pressure to be beautiful. And, and. Oh yeah. I think that's just like our society uh, in general. Totally. And it's just, they, they've kind of said, if you're not skinny, uh, you're not beautiful. If you don't have the perfect skin, you're not beautiful. If you don't have the perfect hair, you're not beautiful. And uh, uh, it's so unfair. And, and you it's know, so untrue. It it's is so untrue. untrue. Like, I often get asked um, by like friends or family, like, oh, have you ever gotten someone in your studio and been like, oh my God, I don't know if I can get a good photo of this person and absolutely 100% no, never, because everyone is so beautiful. Like, especially once you get to know them, like, I always try and spend a little bit of time at least, um, you know, getting to know the people that I'm going to photograph. I always wish I had more time, but um, 
yeah, everyone is beautiful. And it's just that we're not shown that in our magazines and it's on our so movies true. and whatever. It's and starting to get better. But. Yeah, and it is starting to get better. And, you know, Hollywood, um, if anyone, I can't think of anyone who's famous that has my smile because my, you know, I have, I'm, I've got a you really... such a sparkly smile. Oh, well, smile. thank you, but I've got a gummy <laughs> smile and I hate it. And, but... So you're, you smile with your whole face. Yeah, <laughs> I do. And and so, um, but I, you know, I look at those beautiful movie stars and I man I loved it so I actually I have a story to tell you is at one point in my life I actually went and saw a maxillofacial surgeon because I wanted to change my smile that's how uncomfortable I was mm-hmm. with it and it would have it would only have cost $15,000 Ooh. Ooh, yeah and but they take payment plan but um, <laughs> the other thing was it would have required both my jaws being broken oh. to correct the things, the lengths I will go know. to. Like and I stopped and I went, you know what? This is a time when I need to start accepting my individuality. I'm so glad that made you realize Oh, that. it did because you know what? It would have changed the entire look of my face. Yeah, absolutely. But it may have given me permanent nerve damage. It would have, you know, it's, it's like, all oh sorts my gosh. of problems that could come up. Totally. And not to mention just the recovery of going through that. Totally. Well, I would have been thinner again because I wouldn't have been able to eat for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was like, it was crazy. But that was the pressure I was feeling. And I was in my early 40s. And I kept saying, well, if I were 20, I would do it. I'm, you know, now I'm like, actually, uh, I know when I see people, and they're not sure if they recognize me, and I smile, and they're like, Oh, yeah, Helen. So you know what? Isn't that lovely? It's fantastic. And every person, like you say, is beautiful. Like Absolutely. When you, when you get to know someone, and it makes them even more beautiful uh, yeah. physically, mm-hmm. when you see the kindness, or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so that's so true. And I think that Again, it's just a product of never of not being shown this in in our media as much, and and like we said, it is getting better. But um, I think that if we saw more different kinds of beauty, we think it's like oh, these you know people in the magazines that we see and whatever are so are so beautiful, but actually they've also had you know makeup artists, hairstylists, lighting, teeth posing, capped. whatever, all the yeah, maybe yeah. all these things altered about their appearance, and then and then there's the whole Photoshop conversation, right? And so, um, you know, we're not really looking at a, a at necessarily um, a true representation of even that person, but then also we're just looking at such a narrow slice. Yeah, and uh, you know, wouldn't it be fun if we could get up every morning and Photoshop away the zits and the dark circles and <laughs> right? But how? Un- but also, it's human. We're all totally. human. Like, I, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, we just need to be not so worried about it. I think we spend yeah. a lot of energy worrying about um, these things and wouldn't it be fabulous if all of that energy could go into what we're contributing otherwise to the world. You and know? it's true. And if you ask someone what they don't like about themselves, do you know? I never um, really have to ask. They just volunteer. Yeah, they will tell you it's true. They will. That is very true. But also nine times out of 10, they won't say, well, actually, you know what? I'm uh, actually, I really am quite impatient. I, I got to yeah, stop or, being so judgmental. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they will always pick something physical. physical. Yeah, it's so true. So when that happens in my studio, and like I said, they usually volunteer. The first thing they tell me when we sit down for a consult is, this is what I don't physically like about my appearance. I always sort of, you know, I, I will listen because I, I want to make space where that's that's allowed but at the same time I'm going to shut it down like at some point we're going to talk about what do you love about yourself what is your favorite feature what does your family 
you know, what do they love about you? Um, and that's hard. And, and when I do uh, some of my speaks and my journaling retreats, I have a mirror there. And you know, that's the hardest exercise is you pick up that mirror and you ask, who do you see? It's amazing how people oh, really, I can imagine. totally. And so we're going to talk more about that, but we're going to take a quick break. I'm with Alexis McKeown, uh, Canmore based photographer who captures the beauty of uh, women, uh, mostly. Um, so we'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Sharing Stories with Helen Rose. My guest today is Alexis McKeown. Uh, Alexis, I have looked at your portfolio and you've got some pretty funky clients that do some pretty awesome <laughs> pictures where I would not do like, um, I, I won't say her name, but she had this like goddess warrior photo done and it just fits her personality oh, beautifully. Cool. Yeah, And so you do a lot of boudoir photos, don't you? I do. I I often hesitate to use the word boudoir um, in my website and in my marketing. Um, and that's just largely because I don't know that I associate with the style of boudoir that comes to mind, you know, um, when people are thinking about that. Not that there's anything um, wrong with that. It's just right. not really my style. Right. I always say I do boudoir that you could show your grandmother. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, that's I like to keep it pretty um, classy. Yeah. And I also, um, maybe being a female photographer, photographing female bodies, I don't know what it is, but like, I'm not going to take pictures of your bits. Like, I'm not going to no. take parts you know yeah I still am a portrait photographer I'm trying to tell a story about who you are not what you well, are well we all or... know what our bits look like and yeah. I don't know that we need to have you know, them photographed well some people do and some people find those kinds of shoots really empowering because they it does maybe change their perspective on what they physically look like mm -hmm. and that's that's a cool thing too but it's just not really what I'm doing um, I, I won't just take a picture of your bum, you know, like I, yeah. I want to take a picture of who you are as a whole person. And if you're nude in that photo or in your underwear or whatever, that's cool too, because I think that we should also celebrate that kind of, you know, that kind of beauty. Um, but it's just like, there's different ways of doing it. And I suppose the way that I do it is like, I, I think people feel pretty comfortable, um, sharing though, or they're, they're more timeless. Maybe like, maybe you're going to look back on it when you're older and maybe you'll show your kids or oh my gosh I, don't I think know. my son would be mortified if well he ever sure saw sure I mean maybe your kids when they're older uh, as yeah. well like not and when, when you're they're children dead. Yeah, yeah maybe when uh, you're dead because <laughs> you know you go back and you look at some of the oh because so the one that I'm thinking about is like playboy uh you know there's a lot of celebrities that have posed in playboy and we're going to talk about oh, a God. male because Burt Reynolds right <laughs> right and it's like it you know you do you appreciate the beauty of a male body for sure but um I don't know when you saw him in his last days it's kind of like huh you know what I mean I remember when they used to have that show on TV called Biography I don't know maybe you don't remember it but I always found it really almost bittersweet to watch a beautiful movie star and as they aged uh because they're just human um when you look at some of them now and you're like yikes you didn't age well right and I always thought wow they were so beautiful when they were younger and you know they just really struggled or whatever and then you see them kind of at the end of days and you think oh my gosh really brings home that we are just human we're all human I mean and also again that's that narrow slice of beauty though we're just holding up youth as beautiful but why there's different there's different elements even when you know you might look at a person and go yikes but actually if you really look there's something else beautiful there it's just that we don't sort of categorize it as beauty I suppose 
in that way. I think that's a really good point. It, you know what? I mean, I, like you say, like you are beautiful at any age. There's some, there's some older people. I love the pictures of people from other countries. Like when I spent some time in Guatemala, uh, those beautiful weather beaten faces really speaks to the type of life they had. Right. It tells a whole story about a human being and that's beautiful in its own way. Right. And so, but maybe put yourself, do you want to picture, like, you know, we're so sort of brainwashed or trained to think like, oh my God, I don't want all those wrinkles though. Like that's okay for them. Yeah. And Photoshop, I can see, Photoshop. I can see beautiful, you know, there, but if it was me, then we're so like all of a sudden it changes. So, yeah. um, yeah, speaking of Photoshop, so I try not to, like, I'm not, unless someone expressly asks me to like remove something, like I, I'm not going to alter, um, the way that someone looks. I, I leave age, you know, I am going to take away a little, I'm going to take away blemishes and, sure. you know, I, sure. and some distracting elements that aren't part of who you are, but like, I'm not taking away any of your smile lines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that you've, like you said, you've earned those, your life. That's a story about your life. And, and also, I would like you to celebrate them rather than um, sort of like chastise yourself for them. So do you notice a lot of your clients when I know the difference I felt after my first photo shoot with you? Um, I mean, I'm still uncomfortable with my smile and my roles and all of that. But I don't I'm not I'm not so hateful of them. It's just Good, where it yeah. is. Yeah, it's OK to be uncomfortable. Not all we're not always going to feel great about everything about ourselves. Again, right. part of being human. Right. All I'm trying to do is show you this moment where like, oh, I can feel good about it, you know. So nine times out of 10, would you guess, maybe not nine times out of 10, how many of your clients do you do from the beginning to the end to the final photo shoot? I know when I saw my first, I cried. Oh, I get some emotional responses um, for sure in different ways too. And some people are very um, quiet and they don't seem like they're reacting and then I get super nervous. But then I hear afterwards, maybe they'll write me an email when they get home and just like let all of these things out, but they just weren't comfortable sharing that in the moment. Well, and we've also been taught to say, you know, you're not supposed to walk around going, oh my gosh, I'm beautiful. Right, or, yeah. Right? And yeah. you should be able to do that in, yeah. in a different way of saying, Oh, that's you know, like right in my little, I don't know if you've read my little like mission state or like my sort of manifesto, but in there it's that I would like to um, always hold a space for a woman to own her beauty unapologetically to, to know it. So I want to show it to her and I want her to own it and be able to um, it's hers, you know, like not feel apologetic. Cause I do think that um, especially maybe like Canadians, I don't know, or, or maybe this is like comes from, I don't know where it comes from, but we are sort of, so um, nice. yeah, we're supposed to sort of decline compliments and um, we're very, you know, we're supposed to be humble and modest and all of that is lovely. But at some point we also need to be able to say like, yeah, I look good. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you know, I'll, I'll, uh, if I'm telling someone about you and I'll pull out my picture and they're like, Oh, who's that? And I'm like, that's me. Or I'll have people go, that's you. When was that taken? And like 20 years ago? No, like last May. And you, and you're, and then there's that little bit to you go, well, how bad do I normally look <laughs> running around? You know what I mean? But that's not what they mean. They see. No, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's what they mean. I think that they're, you know, they're used to seeing you in your regular life with no makeup and yep. like, hurrah that we live in a town where that's awesome. Like, yeah, no, totally. you know, we can run around without yep. our makeup and whatever. But yep. um, let's like allow ourselves to also have this other part of our, you know, part of our beauty showing, which is, which is like, 
photographed in beautiful light on your best day, you know? Well, and yeah, and you know what, I will say that uh, my daughter-in-law um, is very, very good with her daughter, my granddaughter, uh, about being very positive about, and even though she's a toddler, we tell her she's smart, and she's beautiful, and she's all those things. There is no body shaming allowed talk in their house. To oneself. Yes. To oneself. So this is such an important thing. Um, and actually, just just a couple of days ago, I had a, a client post some of her images and um, share this story of why she came to my studio. And it's like, um, the shoot that I did with her was quite an emotional experience for me, um, for many reasons, um, because she has struggled with her own, um, you know, self-confidence in the way that she looks, but also she's very sick right now. And so mm. she doesn't know if she's going to be around. Um, oh my gosh. She has no idea, right? Like things are up in the air in her life. And so she wanted to make herself, even though she felt super uncomfortable, um, come and do a photo shoot so that she could um, show her young daughter, who's like in junior high-ish age, um, that she was trying to set this example of like owning her beauty even and she realized how much when her daughter was younger that she had maybe always told her daughter um you know boosted her daughter's confidence but in front of her daughter had been talking about herself badly and so it's like we can learn we can only learn so much from what our mothers and the women in our lives tell us we're going to learn a lot more by what they show us and so she'd That's realized well that she'd yeah she'd shown her daughter to talk badly about yourself because she was doing that to herself and so she was always putting herself down about how much weight she'd gained or what she was looking like or whatever and um I think she was like, oh my God, I have to turn that around or show a different example. And she did that by coming to do a photo shoot and celebrating her own beauty, even though her body had changed drastically because of the um, health problems that she was struggling with. And um, she just put them on Facebook and told this whole story. I, I wouldn't be sharing it if she hadn't just done this um, and sort of more yeah. of a public forum, but she was saying her daughter is starting to say these bad things about herself and she wants to show her that like we can be beautiful at any stage in our lives at whatever our body changes are going through um you know we can we can f try and feel beautiful and you know and own that beauty right and and beauty really is in the eye of the beholder and mm -hmm. you know i've i've uh, not seen i haven't crossed paths with too many women in my on my journey but there's a few where they're quite striking uh, just physically born with that beauty mm -hmm. but they're actually not very nice people and it's like you know what that actually makes you quite ugly yeah it, yeah, yeah i mean it all it is true what they say like it comes from the inside yeah then like what you said before when you get to know a person they are so much more beautiful yeah. in your eyes because you you learn more about them and their their inner beauty it does come through for sure yeah yeah, yeah. what an amazing woman that is i i uh mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to go and find her i know i get like yeah yeah it was it was such a cool experience for me and i was so honored well, I was so what... honored because she, sh A, because she shared her story with me. I think that's yeah. like, she was vulnerable in my space, which is very big for me. And, um, and then also that she was coming to me with this sort of mission, which I felt really. So I wonder if that's something you, if with her permission, you could put on the wall or put on your website. Yeah. It's really powerful, isn't it? She has um, said that I can share it on my blog and things like that, which I haven't gotten around to doing, but yeah. I, now that she has had a chance to share it herself, I yeah. think that I'll probably do that. That 
And that's what we were saying earlier, you know, in 20 years, you know, God willing that I'm still healthy at 77 and, you know, have a few more wrinkles and a little more saggier and whatever, <laughs> um, you know, I'll look back on these days and hopefully I'll still feel um, the way I do today now because of my experience with you. You know, when you said that someone came to your studio, uh, studio vulnerable. We all go to your studio vulnerable. Yeah, I know. I know. And like you bring it, a great yeah. thing. I hope you understand just how, um, how inspiring you are to women, Alexis. Oh, thank you, Helen. Yeah, because I, I think sometimes you, you get in in that do mode and you forget that you are uh, bringing a very powerful part to someone's life. Yeah, I try not to forget it. I think I, I do get in work mode for sure when I'm in it. Yeah. but um, And you're so bossy. I love it. <laughs> I am really, I'm the bossiest yeah. photographer in town. I love it. That's awesome. Um, but... Uh, it's because I never want to leave someone out there on their own, you know, because yeah. I would feel like I, I'm just trying to envision what I would feel like on the other side of it. And I have been photographed not that many times, but um, it is like, you know, you you already do feel vulnerable. So if someone can just take, the, you know, take your hand and guide you through it, then it's like you, you're you're not as vulnerable, I guess, yeah, or something. Of course. Yeah. Well, and I think really the confidence you walk out after and you're exhausted. It's exhausting. Yeah, it's isn't hard work. It? Yeah. I make and my clients work. Oh, before. you do. I love it. But you go home and you're like, oh, my, I'm exhausted. Well, it's because, yeah, it's not only physical, but it's emotionally, yeah. I think, fairly yeah. draining. Yeah. Because you're kind of like you're going through all this. like. But yeah. then you sit down for the reveal and, you know, there's TV shows that do this, you know, what the, I guess, uh, like the makeover. Uh, totally. <laughs> and you see these women that um, these people pull out that beauty, you know, I can't remember the one where what not to wear is my I love, that, I love show. that show. <laughs> and so but look at how popular it is. What yeah, does that tell you? They're not changing what your body is. It is what it is. Yeah, let's bring it in its best. Let's show yeah. it in its best you yeah. know, light in its best clothes and it's totally. best and that's the thing is i think we think if we're into a size 14 then we're not attractive anymore no, i just i just gave it. away all my size six clothes because you know what i won't be into size six and ever. why why do you want to put your energy uh, into totally, worrying about that totally yeah. well time if i'm ever a size six again they'll all be out of style although if you hang on them they'll come back but whatever that's a whole <laughs> other podcast um alexis thank you so much for joining me today i uh, can't wait till i'm in the studio with you again i will you are my official photographer and uh you are a lovely beautiful human being oh thanks helen those feels are all mutual right back at you sister well thanks hun (laughs) and um all right we're good to go thanks thank you for listening to sharing stories with helen rose to learn more about helen's journaling retreats speaking engagements and life coaching or to sign up for her newsletter please visit Helen Rose Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.